This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Throughout the nation and around the globe, from his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live on the radio. Here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Dear James, and we have a very uh, action-packed hour for you. And today's show is about the power of gratitude. A very powerful, powerful, and moving practice. Um, and before we get to that, tons of stuff going on this week. Obviously, it's the, the week of love. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Um, I put out a gratitude challenge on my Dear James Facebook page. If you have not visited that, please do. You can go to facebook.com forward slash Dear James LLC. And on the page, you'll see the gratitude challenge. And I'll explain that a little bit later in the show. Uh, but first, I wanted to go back just slightly on last week's show, which was we launched with the power of permission. And as I explained, the first five shows of Dear James are really about these foundational life elements. They are the power of permission, the power of gratitude, the power of forgiveness, the power of intention, and then the power of surrender. And those, if you think of them, are five points on a star. They build your foundational life elements. And when you practice them and master them, they, in essence, lift you to a place to what I call the last two uh, foundational elements, the ascension platform, which is the power of faith and the power of now. So in essence, you need the five elements underneath to then support and rise to the power of faith and the power of now. And the pinnacle, if you will, the star upon the star. All of this is moving towards and achieving a greater sense of love. It's love for yourself, of self, of others, of what is in your life and what you bring to your life. All of these things, you're moving towards a theme of love. Love more. So it's kind of befitting that Valentine's Day is tomorrow because it's not just about that special someone. And that's an external view, as we said. If we route back to the power of permission, the permission is always being granted from the outside. This is about the permission of granting yourself permission. Think of this Valentine's Day as the day where you love yourself more. And from that, stems everything else. Um, I also wanted to thank uh, the callers that called in last week, Gail, Angela, Debbie, Julie. It was really great to speak with you. I had an amazing follow-up um, with Debbie on Saturday, and it was remarkable. So I, I just want to thank you all. I want to thank everyone for tuning in, and I also want to thank the four of you for calling in. You make the difference, and you make this a really great experience for me, and so I thank you. Um, I also wanted to remind you, so we're in this, we're in a Mercury retrograde. 
um, which funny enough, uh, before Debbie and I started our chat on Saturday, literally, uh, I'm in Los Angeles, California in the Hollywood Hills. And we had this little mini earthquake. It was a bam. And then a couple of rattles and, and I just looked at Debbie and said, okay, we're going to start off with a bang here. So um, it's an interesting piece where you never know what's going to happen in a Mercury retrograde. I always say expect the unexpected. And then we culminate or we add to that our seven year in numerology. 2014 is a seven year. And it's in Chinese astrology, the year of the wood horse. So all of these elements are combining. And as we take this journey on the power of the Power Of series, we're going to constantly expose ourselves this year to those things that are dissatisfying us. And they're doing so for a positive reason. So it's not a negative attribute. It may feel like that at times, but these dissatisfactions that keep coming up in this year are solely there so that you will start looking at things and and transcend them. That's what this year is all about. So it's really about giving yourself permission to be who you know you are to be. And then the gratitude, that soulful appreciation for everything that's going on in your life. Goods, less than goods, everything. Everything's a gift. And we just have to see it from that perspective. And thereby, as we launch into today's show, The Power of Gratitude you'll see how that plays a role, and it plays a a great role. So moving on to that, I want to get to the power of gratitude. Um, And and don't forget, I'm going to be taking your calls live, so please start calling in at 877-230-3062. Barb, my producer, will take your place on hold, and you can listen to the show while you're on hold, and then we'll start taking your questions live Um, just after the break. But here we are with the power of gratitude. And I want to talk to you about the magnitude of that gift, gratitude. Um, There's a beloved self-help author. Her name is Melody Beatty. And Miss Beatty had a quote that I want to share with you. She states, gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. That was a very profound and powerful statement that she made, and she got it absolutely right. Um, now, I don't know if if you are aware of Miss Beatty. Uh, she has uh, uh, began drinking basically at the age of 12. By 18, she was a junkie, uh, a drug addict. She was kidnapped as a child and returned, found, I should say, it later in the same day. She was subjected to sexual abuse for many years of her adolescent years. And she suffered the loss of, she had two children and she suffered the loss of her son via a skiing accident when he was just 12 years old. So Miss Beatty has 
is no stranger to suffering. She's really had an ample amount of it in this lifetime. And yet, she counts as one of four solutions to not only turning her life around from the alcoholism and the drug addictions, but to sustaining it as gratitude. And she speaks a lot about grace and gratitude. And those are beautifully fundamental life elements. It is her perception of her life that dictates her use of gratitude. She could suffer and be a victim, but she chooses not to be a victim. She chooses to look at everything and say, it's all happening. It's all happening for a reason. And those elements matter. So her choices matter. These, these elements of gratitude are life-sustaining. So I say bravo to Miss Beatty because she speaks from a place where gratitude would probably be the last thing you would expect her to have. You would expect her to be a different person, and yet she found it to be one of her life-sustaining principles. Miss um, Beatty has gone on to write 18 books in regards to self-help and addiction and overcoming codependency. Um, she has, she is like a testament to me to the power of gratitude. I've never met Miss Beatty. I'm just familiar with her work and and her viewpoint, and I thought it was a very appropriate uh, example of gratitude because it comes from the place her her life experiences come from a place that many of us hope to never experience, and yet she found her way. Um, she often speaks about the fact that there is a higher power greater than herself or greater than yourself that can change everything if you allow it. And lastly, she also commented on the fact that she, she made two statements that when we talk about the goods and the less than goods, she says it takes every color to make a painting. So in essence, we can't choose, we can't just be grateful for what we perceive to be good, we have to be grateful for all of it, for all of the colors or all of the, the pieces of fabric in our tapestry of life. Because in that, we find the, the beauty and the grace and the hidden messages, the gratitude. And lastly, she talks about, she realized that if she put half the energy into doing Gratitude, practicing gratitude and, and goodness and being aware in that, in that uh, state of mind, if you will, as she did on doing all of the negative things, her life would absolutely change. And it did. Her world drastically changed. And if you listen to Miss Beatty, she will tell you she is one of the first people that tells you this is a life choice. I often mention that, that these five elements are a life choice. They are not a fad. They are not a diet. You have to buy a ticket, get on the train, and then say, I'm going to stay on this train, this train of granting myself permission, of practicing gratitude, of practicing forgiveness, 
of intending, making my intentions willful, and then being willing to surrender so that it all culminates in having a faith and a presence, a living in the now that delivers you to a place of love, love of self, love of others, love of everything. So in practicing gratitude, what I want to share with you is that it's an amazing thing when you stop and just start looking at what's around you in your current environment. Truly, truly amazing. What if we were just thankful for the air that we're breathing? When you look sometimes in other places in the world, the smog is so dense and thick that you're not even breathing properly. So the simplicity of something that we take for granted, air, be thankful for it. When you Once you start thanking, ah, you know, I'm thankful for that view that I have out of my window. I'm thankful for my considerate neighbor. I'm thankful for my loving family. I'm thankful for, and the list just keeps growing. And as you start practicing gratitude, watch how things start changing. Watch how your mood changes. Your mood will actually fundamentally change. It's it's the funny, and I hate to use the word, but it's a funny high. It is... <laughs> It's just a great thing. And, and I know sometimes people say, ah, poppycock, that's, you know, ha, 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 that's not, that doesn't work. The gratitude challenge is about you starting to list those items that are, that you're grateful for, that you are grateful for. And when you start writing them down, and, and I, what I challenge you to do is start out small. Every day, start with three things that you're grateful for. And write them down. And then start moving to and watch the list grow to, oh, now I wrote down five things. Ah, uh, now I wrote down seven things. Oh, now I find I'm, I'm writing 20 or 30 things. And the list is getting a little tiresome. Well, the list gets tiresome because you no longer have to write it down. You just have to say it, think it, and feel it. Feel the gratitude. Feel and see and, and keep remarking, ah, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for this moment. Ah, I'm having a challenging time. What is the mystery in it? What is the gift in it? Be grateful for the lesson. You brought it to yourself for a reason. These are all elements of practicing gratitude. And you'll watch, I'm going to share with you some of the comments when we come back from the break. I'm going to share with you some of the comments that were posted on the Dear James Facebook page. And then also give you some stats about that and talk about an interesting statistic, if you will, that I've noticed since I posted that gratitude challenge a few days ago. You've been listening to Dear James live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. And after the break, again, we're going to be taking your calls live. So please call in at 877-230-3062. And let's uh, discuss the power of gratitude.
desire to be more consciously enlightened is innate. Do you feel there's more to life? If so, find the resource that's right for you by going to dearjames.com slash resources. You are the reality you create. Make it a great one. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, they seek to communicate with you to provide the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. From serious to silly, monumental to mundane, there's nothing the universe can't cover. Maybe the insight you receive is exactly the affirmation you were looking for. Then again, it may just give you a whole new perspective on things. And that's the beauty of the universe. Submit your question to Dear James at DearJames.com and click Ask. Available for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations, Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation. Everyone and welcome back to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. This is Dear James, and we are talking today about the power of gratitude. And before we went to break, I just want to mention again, we're going to be taking your calls live. So have the courage to call in. Do not be shy. Um, the phone number is 877-230-3062. And before we go to that, I want to talk to you about the the gratitude challenge that I have on the Dear James Facebook page. Um, I posted this challenge to see what the response would be. And I have roughly 7,000 followers at the moment on Facebook. And the posting was basically to say to people, tell me what you're grateful for. Share with me what is happening in your life. Where are you? What's happening? What are you grateful for? And the interesting thing about this challenge is that that particular post has been liked by almost 50, 50 people. It's been shared uh, approximately 15 times. And it's been seen by almost 8,000 people. And the interesting thing is that it's received three actual responses, meaning people actually told me or shared with me what their gratitude was. And it got me thinking that the interesting thing about this is we all have busy lives, Mercury's in retrograde, all of these different things going on. But it made me stop and think a little bit deeper about is there a, for lack of better words, a global issue that we are somewhat suffering from or participating in where we don't have gratitude or we're not practicing it or we're practicing it in a very silent manner are we not aware of its power and how it changes us as a people 
how it changes us as an individual. And of course, then, if that's the case, that it changes us as a society. And we look at in the world around us that we live in right now, and there's a lot of strife and struggle. There's a lot of hardship going on. There's a lot of, I'm barely getting by. And that, of course, takes its toll on us. That is a very difficult place to live in or to sustain ourselves in. And so the interesting thing that I started looking at was it's interesting that these people are sharing the pay or the post. They're liking the post, but only three actually verbalized their gratitude. And so it speaks to a greater issue that we all need to practice gratitude. It's, it's fundamental. It changes your world. It changes the world you live in. I want to share with you, Kathy Todd Hill wrote in and said, I'm grateful that I still have my parents and their health is good. I love them both very much. And that is a, pr- a profound gift because obviously Kathy is grateful for having a loving family and having parents that are now elderly and that they're still with her. And so, Kathy, that's an awesome piece of gratitude to have. And you're lucky. Y- you are lucky in the fact that the one thing that we all should be grateful for is time. That's the one big thing that I think we all take for granted. Human beings take for granted. Ah, time. I got plenty of time. I can do that tomorrow. I can love that person tomorrow. I can tell them that I love them tomorrow. I can get to that later. And with Kathy's post of, of gratitude, what she's expressing is that she's grateful for time. She's grateful for the gift of longevity with her parents. Um, and that's a really beautiful thing. So if there's someone out there, again, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. It's not always about the couple or the relationship. Tell the people around you that you love them. Do it today, not tomorrow. Do it again tomorrow. Gratitude is a daily act of giving. And it's a daily act of appreciation. So by all means, let the people in your life, friends, family, children, loved ones, let them know that you love them. Let them know that they matter. That is an act of gratitude. Um, And that is contagious. It's a good contagious. Um, And everybody should be doing more of it. I also want to share with you that Mary Slater sent in, I am so grateful for our grandson, Zachary, and his mommy in expecting the second child. And the wondrous thing about Mary's comment is that the first thing that hit me was, ah, the gift of life and how amazing that gift is. So here you are, parents, grandparents now, and grandparents for the second time, and the gift of gratitude is about life, life itself. That is immeasurable. When you practice gratitude simply for being alive, simply for waking up in the morning, simply for being, that is massive. 
foundational. It sets the tone for your entire existence. Watch how your day changes. Watch how your life changes. It's fascinating. But the gift of life, very, very profound. The, the last one that commented was Gary Lyon. And he commented on the fact that the gift of gratitude, as I had explained it, he said, so true, it changes everything. And Gary, much like Miss Beatty, understands the gift of gratitude because it does fundamentally alter everything. When you practice gratitude with grace and you change your perception of the circumstances that you're in, life changes. That's how it works. So it's in practicing gratitude that you change your perception because you have a choice. Every moment in every day of every circumstance that's happening to you, you have a choice to change your perception and to see things from a place of gratitude. We all too often get mired down in the circumstances or this person did to me or they're not treating me fairly or this is all happening to me. And that is absolutely not the case. We all co-create our existence. We all co-create our experiences. And that being a truism, we all then create our reality and our perception of it. Are we creating a reality where we're practicing gratitude, where gratitude's even on your radar? And again, not occasional or intermittent gratitude. It's easy to be grateful when something's positive, when perceived to be positive, when something's given to you in the moment. And, ah, oh, this is great. You know, yeah, thank you for that new car and thank you for that gift. And, you know, thank you for that job. Those are easy. Those are the times where it's easy. The power of gratitude comes in when it's challenging times like Miss Beatty's had throughout her life where she stops and looks at every single moment and every single item that's happening in her life. And she says, hmm, what's the lesson? Where's my gratitude in this? If I'm grateful for all the colors in the painting, let me see the colors that might be slightly darker or morose or colored with anger or hurt. Let me look at those and find my gratitude. That's powerful in and of itself. So as we move through this year and we practice these five foundational life elements, permission, gratitude, forgiveness, intention, surrender, do it with an open heart, do it with an open mind, and do it with a with willful action. It's not enough to just sit back and say, well, I'm grateful for those things. Now life should deliver to me at my doorstep that which I, I desperately need or want. It doesn't work that way. You have to be consciously aware of what's going on in your life. You have to take and practice these five foundational life elements 
daily, throughout your day, consistently. And then you must marry them with willful action. If there's no willful action, then it's kind of like sweeping up the floor and then leaving it sit in the middle of the room. It doesn't remove itself. That that you've swept up has to be willfully moved. And so you must willfully move these things in life as you allow yourself to willfully act, willfully perform. And when you marry those elements together, magic happens. And you will see that magic play out over and over and over again. And then it starts to build. Um, going back to my follow-up with, with Debbie, there was a, a point where we've been talking about, she and I were talking about signs and how signs are just appearing everywhere. And they keep coming. And they're coming more and more and more. And how she's finding great joy in those, great gratitude in the fact that those are happening. And the beautiful part about that is the universe is constantly wanting to communicate with us. They are constantly trying to get our attention. And once they have your attention, they it's almost like they hit the gas, so to speak. And they, because then they know, ah, we have their attention and they start showing us and, and we call those coincidences, but, or synchronicities. But the amazing thing about them is they're all, when you start paying attention to them, they're all acts of gratitude on behalf of the universe to you. The universe only knows gratitude. The universe only knows love. Those are the only elements it wants for each of us. They want us to be happy. They want us to be joyful. They want us to have abundance and gratitude. We just have to be willing to open our eyes and say, Ah, I have a willful choice. Do I perceive my life in a grateful manner where I practice gratitude? Am I co-creating? Am I a participant? Or am I a victim? Is everything happening to me? And I can't, I'm so far down that I can't see the beauty that lies just in front of you. There's beauty all around you. As Miss Beatty said, the difference from a home to a house or a house to a home. That fundamental, maybe you're in a one bedroom apartment and it's not anything great, so to speak. But are you not grateful for that one-bedroom room, for that shelter? There's, it's just that simple. It's perception. Change your perception, and that which you perceive changes. Grace with gratitude. And if you're constantly giving thanks for all that you do have, for all of the life experiences, it only gets better and better and better. 
I know it's, I'm not trying to be Pollyanna. I am not in any way saying that this is, um, you know, easy breezy street. And, you know, it takes effort. It takes practice. You didn't learn to walk. You had to learn to crawl and then stumble and fall before you could ever run. We don't come out of the womb and start talking. It takes practice. And sometimes it's years. It's a lifetime. Miss Beatty continues a lifetime of practicing gratitude. That's what she's doing. And I'm in awe of her will, her willpower, her ability to surrender to a higher power that has the ability to drastically change her life if she allows it. We all have these abilities, these capabilities. We're also beings of free will. So we have to exercise our choice, our free will. Will I choose gratitude? And will I do it willfully, joyfully? Now, you're going to have days where you're like, huh, Gratitude, schmatitude. I, I, ah, I can't see the gratitude. There is no gratitude. Life sucks. Don't know what he's talking about. Don't care. You know, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Don't think that I haven't had my own days of gratitude or lack thereof in that manner. Of course we do. We're human beings. This is life. It's, it's not, you know, the good ship lollipop. Um, that just brought to mind that Shirley Temple just passed. And, and what was beloved about her? She was a child actress, a childhood actress. And she brought joy and delight and life to the party as a child. And people allowed that joy in. That's an act of gratitude. You didn't deny it. You let it in. So I, I get that this is not, you know, the, these elements are what you know I say good in principle meaning I know that th that there are many listening that might say this is all well and good in principle but it's not the real life it's not the real world and I would challenge you to go back and and practice the gratitude challenge force yourself to find beauty in every day in every moment in every experience, find the beauty in it, find the gratitude in it. I'm grateful that I'm learning this now as opposed to later. I'm grateful that I saw enough in myself to let this go so that it didn't consume me. I'm grateful for the love that my children or grandchildren show me or that my spouse shows me, or my partner. I'm grateful for a world that's becoming more loving, or that love is more paramount. It means more. These are all elements of the power of gratitude. We're going to take a, a quick short break and come back. Again, you've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio, here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Discussing the power of gratitude. We'll be right back after this break. 
Available for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations, Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. When you ask a question, the universe hears you. And in a multitude of ways, they communicate to you the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. Ask Dear James a question and experience the magic of the universe. Visit DearJames.com and click Ask. everyone and welcome back to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. I'm your host Dear James and we have been talking today about the second foundational life element, the power of gratitude. Last week was the power of permission. This week the power of gratitude. And a funny thing as I as I went to break um, I was talking with my producer Barb and we were it was interesting because Normally the lines are are full and uh, people are wanting to call in. And a funny thing, much like the Facebook page, there's this great silence about gratitude, about appreciation. And for me, it's it's deeper than that. We can always stop on the surface and and leave well enough alone. This is saying to me, what I'm getting from the universe is this is a bigger lesson about loving ourselves and more or loving ourselves, period. And it's interesting to me. And so I'm going to bring Barb on and and talk for a minute about this because we were both kind of taken aback that she, she stopped and she said, oh, wow, wait a minute. This is deeper, isn't it? We don't know as a society, are we loving ourselves anymore or how to love ourselves anymore or what's happening? So Barb, Barb, come on. And I want to, I want to talk to you about this a little bit. Hey there, James. Hello, oh. Barb. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Good. Oh, gratitude. You know what? I think, I think, I think our lives are so busy now that a lot of times we just forget to be grateful for all those, those things um, that we have. That, that are out there. I mean, I know, I know myself, there is a ton of things, especially this last month, um, to be grateful for in my life, my family, my friends, 
um, everybody. I had a little bit of a an appendix crisis, so to speak. <laughs> yes, I know. I was a little worried about that yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it is amazing how people came out in full force because I live in the city. My parents are a little bit out in the suburbs, um, and you know, when I decided to get to finally go into the hospital for everything. I just had to call my, I have a really good community and neighborhood where everybody supports each other. There is not anybody in my neighborhood, which is odd to be in a city setting that you have a neighborhood where so many people are there for you, you know, at your beck and call, so to speak, you know, in a crisis. So called up my, one of my girlfriends and I'm like, can you take me to the ER? And she was there. And then she activated the back signal in my neighborhood and said, okay, Barb is in the ER, anything she needs. And within, you know, minutes of that happening on Facebook, people are like, let me know if she needs a ride home. Let me know if she needs this. Let me know if she needs to go to her, you know, her friends. Uh, if she needs to convalesce here. It was it was fantastic how many people came out. Um, and I was so grateful for it that it just it I think too a lot of times you're right it is like how much loving yourself um can be like it's it's a little bit overwhelming emotionally let's let's put it right. that way right absolutely like in your circumstance when people show up for you it's it's overwhelming because it's such gratitude you know you're grateful for it and it's an act of gratitude that these people really do care and they're right and that you matter and so, but the the question I really have, because this is what at the break we were talking mm -hmm. about, is it's the silence around gratitude that people don't know how to talk about it. I, they 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 do it, they act, right? And, and very much that's exactly what's happening on the Facebook page. It's not that there was no communication or no. It was there the communication, the speaking of it was silent or very limited. But the action to have that post liked 50 times is an action. To have it shared 15 times is an action. They're, right. they're spreading the word. They're spreading the word of, oh, yeah, gratitude. But we're not talking about it. We're not, we're not um, exposing ourselves to say, this is what I'm grateful for. And so, now, do you think that, though, is a generational thing? Because... I, I feel the younger people that I that, that I come across that they have no problem with gratitude and or uh, you know claiming that that which is theirs so to speak they uh, or voicing it this is the way I am right. these are the you know and then I want to say as you get up there it's kind of a little bit well you don't want to be boastful yes you're grateful but is that a little bit too much you know right. it's I think there's a there's there's still which would go back to judgment. There's a big, huge thing about being judged. Right. And so thereby, has has gratitude or being grateful become, for lack of better words, a dirty word <laughs> that, oh, well, you know, if I tell you what I'm really thankful for, I'll be judged or I'll be, a, I'll be, boastful. be boastful. Right. And, and what I that's an interesting element because it's it's kind of hitting me as I'm talking about this segment that people will act quietly. Right. Think about, but, you know, but not, but they don't want to speak about it. Um, so it's, it's a very interesting, 
I'm, I'm going to let you go because I know right. you've been, but I, but thank you because you're, it, you're, you're, you're just helping me flush out what's going on. And uh, so thank you, Barb. Um, so it's a, it's a very interesting, interesting development for me is this acknowledgement that maybe people are fearful fearful of gratitude they love it they like it they're willing to quietly act but in certain ways in order for gratitude to be really embraced and understood and and granted you you have to say it to yourselves and you have to tell other people it's not boasting it's it's loving yourselves more or loving yourselves period so I want to I want to take a caller here. It's Linda from Paris. Hello, Linda. Hi, How are you? Hello. I'm very good. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, I just had a question about, or, or rather, an observation about genuine heartfelt gratitude versus what I a lot of people I feel they do in the spiritual community, which is more of a lip service. They would right. list things they're grateful for, but they do not really feel it. Because right. sometimes it's just overwhelming. It's a, it's a higher energy. And if they're depressed or very angry, it might be, uh, um, just a question, uh, a higher of a jump. Right. Well, I mean, so, I, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I, and, I, and you rang on something very true that if we don't have, if we don't marry the authentic feeling of the gratitude, if we're just paying lip service and mm -hmm. we're just going through the motions, that's not practicing mm -hmm. gratitude. We have to actually fundamentally feel grateful for these things. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, and, and that's that's marrying willful action to mm -hmm. not play to not just pay lip service. You know, it's to, to really it's not natural sometimes, and it might, might backfire or not be the most appropriate thing to, to do in a moment. Absolutely, anytime you are not authentic, it backfires. Period. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, I, and I can tell that you know that. So, yes. you know, yeah, I mean, it must be authentic and the gratitude must come naturally. Um, but mm -hmm. it must and it must be genuine. So uh, you're absolutely right. And a, a beautiful comments, a beautiful point um, that you're making. And so from Linda, Linda in Paris, everyone, authentic, be mm -hmm. authentic about your gratitude. Authentic. And sometimes we, we think about things we should be. Uh, quote, quote unquote, should be grateful for, but we do not really feel it. So right. just not, not force it and re just look for things we really feel genuine, heartfelt appreciation or, or gratitude about, even if they're not the should. Exactly. Absolutely. I might be appreciative or grateful for a cup of cappuccino with a dear friend that's heartfelt, but even if I have a great home and a shelter and a beautiful, uh, a lot of beautiful stuff, in a moment, sometimes it's not. I know I should be grateful for them, but it doesn't come. The feeling isn't there. So I'd rather focus on the cup of cappuccino with the, with a dear friend. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, when you focus on that cup of cappuccino with a dear friend and being grateful for it, those things that you, quote unquote, should be grateful for but aren't feeling it, that mm -hmm. act of that act of practicing gratitude. Um, for lack of better words, in the baby step, the baby part, mm -hmm. then turns around and feeds, ah, what am mm -hmm. I, am I grateful about these things? And, or it, it sparks a conversation within yourself as to 
why do I not feel grateful for these things? Or, you yes. know, why do I feel that I should be grateful, but I'm not actually feeling it? Yes. Because that's Absolutely. a far deeper benefit Absolutely. Is, is when you look at that. Mm-hmm. And, and yet gratitude is what led you there. So that's a beautiful, Absolutely. beautiful, beautiful thing. I thank you so much for calling in. That was wonderful. I thank you, James. Always a pleasure listening to your show. Thank you so much. Thank you, you so much. Heart- inspiring insights. Thank you. Thank you so much, Linda. Bye-bye. So beautiful thing. I, I just want you to sit with that for a minute that Linda's talking about how when you're having a, a cup of cappuccino with a friend, that that small act of gratitude is authentic. And sometimes the bigger things are she's not feeling them authentically or genuinely. And that smaller act of gratitude can do one of two things. Lead you to greater gratitude, i.e. larger gratitudes, expressions of gratitude. Or it can lead you to, to have a moment of reflection and say, what is it that's keeping me from feeling that authentic gratitude? So brilliant, brilliant points, Linda. Thank you so much. I want to go to Teresa from Ottawa. Hello, Teresa. How are you? Hello. Yes. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm. Um, to be honest, this is going to sound shocking, maybe, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not feeling grateful, and and um, and and maybe I should be, but there's just so many things that are not going right with my life, and uh, so I understood what you were saying. It's just that to actually, you know, and authentically feel grateful when, um, you know, you're suffering. It's uh, it's very difficult. And I'm concerned because tomorrow is Valentine's Day and I'm not going to be feeling, um, you know, love for my, I mean, it sounds shocking, but for my parents and, uh, you know, I just, I feel, um, I don't know, I feel very resentful and I I shouldn't be. I mean, I've grown so much spiritually um, just this past year and I just feel like I'm not able to really put into practice what I've learned. Well, let me, let me say to you, uh, very profound, and let me say something to you that tomorrow Take away all the expectations. Take away all the hype from Valentine's Day and what it's supposed to be. And then look at this as a moment with all of the work that you've been doing over this past year, that this is a moment for you, in spite of it all, to love yourself and to love them. Sometimes they're, you know, Every relationship we have, Teresa, is an opportunity. It's a mirror for us to see or learn things about ourselves and to transcend things. And just because your your parents may not give you the love at this moment or or even in this lifetime sometimes that you seek, it doesn't deny you the gift of love, of being loved, and of giving love. That power is yours. That gift is yours. So, but, but that's what I mean. How can you give love when? I mean, I be, because you it's, know, it's, if I were to look back at all of the, you know, what they've done for me, I, I understand that they're just trying to do what, what they think and feel is best for me. But it's just, you know, without meaning to, people can be hurtful, and um, I, I guess I'm just fed up. I'm right. just fed up because I'm not. Uh, I mean, there are other factors also that complicate the situation i mean i'm you know i i'm i'm very angry about other things so it colors my you know my relationships i just right. don't have a lot of patience and well the, I, mean, I used to but i'm just i'm really fed up right now right well i'm going to say to you and and i would 
ask that you, because we're coming towards the end of the show, but I want you to please uh, email or give your information to Barb, and I'd like to talk with you or email with you. Um, but you have the power to let go of the anger, because the only person you're hurting with, with that oh, anger I is you. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. And, and so gratitude... Say. Well, you know, but, but, I, I feel like there's a demon or something possessing me because I know all of this and I've been, you know, trying to hold on for probably about a year and a half and I just, I, I, I don't want to do it anymore. I, I just, right. Well, ask, yeah. ask yourself when, when, after this call, sit and, and reflect on this and, and listen to the, the show again for a second and look at it from a perspective of, I hold the power over me. It's my life. I can choose to give the gift of love and to receive it, or I can choose to withhold it and be bitter and angry. When you're, when you hold it, all you're doing is hurting yourself. You're not hurting them. You're hurting yourself. And so I would say to you, practice gratitude and loving yourself. And we'll talk about this more offline, but practice that gratitude even though it's difficult. Force yourself on a piece of paper to write down five things, two things, one thing that you're grateful for because that's an act of love towards yourself. Okay? And then please give Barb your information and then I'll follow up with you. Oh, I thank you All right? so much. Thank, thank you, you very Valentine's much for... Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Very much. Thank you. Ah, bye! <laughs> thank you, Teresa. All right, everyone, that's our show for today. It has been a pleasure and, and very insightful to uh, take a look at the power of gratitude and where we, where we potentially stand as a society. And please go to the facebook.com forward slash Dear James LLC page and participate in the gratitude challenge. Coming up at the top of the hour is Sheila and Hans. And uh, I look forward to seeing you next week at Dear, on Dear James Live on the radio here on the contact talk radio network happy valentine's you've been listening to dear james live on the radio with your host dear james gain intuitive insight answers and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting dearjames.com.